CNN ain't see none of my friends Swag gave me the blues, they never walked in my shoes They want us living in fear, it ain't what I'm trying to hear Switched it over to Fox, kept clicking, I barely stopped New guests on NBC, no one that represent me So I got tired away, said master debate Give me some headlines, it must be past bedtime Sleeping on me still like I ain't vitamin D for real Rep your city, play devil's advocate Why ain't ready, gon' have to smack a bit Tell me something good, a recipe for success Give me some timeline, chop session and flight deck Hey, P, what's next? Hey, life after death, fuck them Illuminati. Worshiped at the altar and I felt my soul leaving my body. Another plane of existence, stack on some shrooms, get missing. Little tab of that LSD vacation could have been named HOTC3. Confessions, smoking sessions, nigga pouring up in licks. Distort the picture, Photoshop made a bigger. What grinding made me that nigga. Bitch flowing made me that real. Drop wet in these models, Twitter. Big brothers raised them a killer. Hey, keep your head clear so you can do your dirt Gonna pop that pussy for me, baby Gonna make it work Try to make it work Now I come out my shirt And the whole dude ain't mine Gonna drop that one more time Time, time, time They call me private party COD Only love that I laid in the spot by the tree It's live by the and I'm still high I ain't never lied But I ain't years sober one day at a time Hey, around my way, they call me COD. My mama said that. Yeah, man, this your nigga COD, the Cater Boy Music, aka Big Tabby, aka Tabula Raza, aka CODMD, the doctor here you talking about. But there right here is a Spike P joint at something we like to call. Give me some headlines. So we gonna do that and we gonna do a little bit more. Fuck you talking about. This is week three for the third or the vacation countdown to V-Day. So you know we got to turn up, fuck you time back. But before I even get to telling you what happened, before I get sidetracked by all the things that could pop up, like bad bitches and a host of other distractions, I'm going to bring in my dog, El Capitan, big dog from the bay, my nigga Pete, what happened? time Uh-oh, uh-oh. Hopefully there's some music on. And I'm in this bitch actually bouncing to some music. It's your boy, P. Henry Trotter IV, a.k.a. Home Run Trot, a.k.a. Casino P. Don't Gamble With Your Life, a.k.a. Quinn with the pen and with the lens, a.k.a. Mr. Long P, a.k.a. Chef Boy RP, a.k.a. Mock Tube, a.k.a. This is a Spike P joint, and we in this thing. I still probably forgot one of them motherfucking aliases, but that's all good. It's all right. Episode 27. Head you of do the Chef Boy RP? Where we at with it, man? You do Chef Boy RP? Okay, okay. You had to do that one for the weed time, man. Foreshadow, foreshadow. Man, you already know where we at with it, man. We dropping uh, 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 the third bullet out the chamber in the vacation countdown to Valentine's Day in the flight deck, man. This shit really to hijack my flight deck. And we might have to give me my flight deck back because I got my ramblings, but I'm going to put them in my back pocket for right now. How have you enjoyed not hearing my crazy ass thoughts to start off the show? Um, It's honestly a mixed bag. Like, <laughs> it's not, it's not, yeah, it, obviously it's always entertaining 
entering a show like why I don't have to do anything, why I'm just entertained and I get to hear that shit in real time and react to it. Uh so that's always a good fucking time. But like the change us the change of pace been good as well because of what we're doing and like the the role that the replacement plays in our lives. Um so it's cool to get to take this turn in the in the show and get into like our well, people actually get to see us be creative. That thing we always talking about. So, yeah, it's it's not like I, I can't say it's it's a bad or a good thing. It's just it it is what it is. And so, but equal, I look forward to each one of them equally if that's fair. Because one, I get to hear bars. Two, I get to hear bars, but they off the cuff in a different. You know what I'm saying? Like it's not the same. Like these, we know coming in that we about to talk about our music i don't know what the hell you're gonna come in to say on the flight deck so it's just the element of surprise and now that you say that this is my way of letting you and the fans know we about to bring in that element back into effect we just gonna relate it to the songs that's going on so this episode we gonna have a running distraction fueled by oh yeah the theme of this here lyric video but we gonna tell y'all more about that after we kick that bitch out. So I'm going to go ahead and screen share and tip it off. P, you let me know when you got that audio queued up. Uh-oh. We're going to fuck. <laughs> uh-oh. 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 Every time, every time, every time. Every time you hit my line, I taste that wine. You know you fine. I can read between the lines. See all the signs, these moments stolen, they are in mine. You hit my line, you hit my line, you hit my line. I'm right on time, I'm never too hard to find. I get you hot, I make you sweat, I get you wet. Toast to the nights we won't remember and the moments we can't forget. Treat every second like it's our last. Something about your vibe, something about how you move. It's something about how you write. Whatever your fantasy, COD down to make it happen. As long as you'll be my drug, I'm down to be your distraction. Stretch you out when you stressed out. Sweat your weaving your tracks out. Losing count, blowing racks, snacks like bad bitch in my trap. Now I'm OCD, I gotta hit it three times. Sun up, sundown, whenever she whine. Hit my line like where you at? Play, baby girl, you know I'm in the trap. Make a play, then I'm on the way. Shot it so sweet, gotta have a taste. Lick my lip for that caramel I swear that pussy gourmet If you the chef, you know I'm in the kitchen You the doctor, I need my prescription You the drug, then you my addiction Sex God, whole nother dimension Mm, mm God damn God damn I screamed typo alert <laughs> Cause that shit said uh, Town instead of no I said, oh, got him. That was a good time. That's a damn good time. How you feel about it, man? What's your review, man? Man, hold on. There we go. Man, you know how I feel about it. I ain't even going to front. That's my favorite song on vacation, period. So... Seriously? Yeah, that's my favorite song. That's my favorite song on vacation. Square B. I ain't know that, cuz. Yeah. You know that's what mine is? 
<laughs> You're coming up for the people. Yeah, you tell me. It's the one where you made me go sit in the car and think about rewriting my verse. And then when I came and did my verse, you asked me what the fuck was wrong with me. Uh, You, you're in love with somebody. That shit came together so beautifully. You feel what I'm saying? Oh, the, uh, yeah, the imported, the imported. Is, that's, that's, it's the most important that's, song. That's the closest. This one, my favorite. That's the closest we came to an homage to Outkast. You embracing your full level of talents and, and, and wide ranging ability, storytelling, lyrical nature, being more inclined yeah. to uh, literary, like literature type writing too, and how you told your story and executed and elocuted yourself. And then diving into the vocal arrangement part of it wholeheartedly too. I'm obsessed with that one. I fucks with that one. Like I spent the most time mixing that bitch too. So <laughs> I better like that motherfucker. Hey, you talking about we had so many uh uh uh, uh tracks on that motherfucker. You hear me? Yeah. Well the instrumentals yeah. have been a guitar flicking and a fucking guitar being slapped. The rest of that shit was complicated. <laughs> <laughs> Imported to impossible. Fuck you, time back. But yeah, man, let's get the distraction underway. Hey, time back, man. On that bit, man, I jump in that hole. I got vacation on my phone, the lyrics. So I'm going to just run through the lyrics real quick. I started to run back through the joint, but I want them to hit it the acapella. I could bless you with that since it's just a minute and a half. Do you think? Every time, every time, every time every time you hit my line i taste that wine you know you fine i can read between the lines i see all the signs these moments stolen they are in mine you hit my line you hit my line you hit my line i'm right on time i'm never too hard to find that puppy but <laughs> I get you hot, I make you sweat, I get you wet, toaster the nights we won't remember and the moments we can't forget, treat every second like it's our last. Something about your vibe, something about how bye, you bye, bye. something about how you write, whatever your fantasy, COD down to make it happen, as long as you'll be my drug, I'm down to be your distraction. Stretch you out when you stressed out. Sweat your weave your tracks out. Losing count, blowing racks. Now it's like bad bitch in my trap. Now I'm OCD. I got to hit it three times. Sun up, sun down. Whenever she whine, hit my Never line. Like whine. where you at, baby girl? You know I'm in the trap. She you know make I'm a play. You know I'm on the way. Shot it so sweet. Got to have a take. Lick my lip for that caramel. I swear that pussy gourmet. If you the chef, you know I'm in the kitchen. You the doctor. I need my prescription. You the drug to you, my addiction. Sex, God, whole nother dimension. Mm. Mm. God damn. Bars. Hey, talking about? Hey, Bars. About? I don't feel like I got to explain hard, that man. one like I did SLS because <laughs> it's pretty straightforward, but it hella metaphors in there, bro. Like, I only want to explain on them. Um, like, if you ain't get them, fuck it. Just accept it for the, for the, for the sexy part, so you feel me? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that motherfucking song is a good ass sign to me. One, because I love the uh, where it came from, 
the artist who made the original song. And I feel like, man, like if we can, I, I wonder if people do like remixes, you know, that like this many years after like the actual song, because usually the remix come out. And that's one of my favorite things about happens. it. Cause we ain't trying to ride the wave or nothing. We did all older songs. Yeah. 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 It's the art of it that we like, obsessed like, with. You feel what I'm saying? But I got to hit you with one arm, bro. That you hit my line, you hit my line, you hit my line. I'm right on time. I'm never too hard to find. When you can't find something or somebody who important to you, like it give you an anxiety attack. You feel what I'm saying? And what do that feel like? Even though I'm never too hard to find, what happened when you find me? I get you hot. I make you sweat. I get you wet. Toast to the nights we won't remember and the moments we can't forget. You feel what I'm saying? Like, I am the panic attack, but it's one you 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 chasing down. It's, it's, it's a lot of little elements of the story that is told in that shit that I, that I feel like people won't get unless they see that shit written down. And that's part of why this lyric video, every couplet you see on the screen together, and then it moves to the microphone when it's about to be expressed. You feel what I'm saying? If the people go back and watch it, we're going to give y'all the playlist after we get about five videos in. But nothing is by mistake with how I do any of these songs. You feel what I'm saying? The SLS video mimicked what you would see watching the first Star Wars movie because that song wasn't episodic. You feel what I'm saying? And similar to yeah. the Star Wars series, you'll hear me say, um, the only love that I laid in inspired by the tree. And I'm still high. I ain't never lied, but I'm seven months sober one day at a time. And then later in the song, you'll hear me say, but I'm five years sober. One, And then at the end of the song, you hear me say, but I'm eight years. They told that story in reverse. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. So if you hear the path of the song, I'm actually telling you the story in reverse, almost on some memento shit. You feel what I'm saying? Okay. That's why at the end of the drop, it's uh, at the end of the drop that leads to the turn up, it's death. Right before the turn up is fuck death. And then I go Kaluminati because I say um, Damn, let me pull up SLS before I get the line to you. So many fish in the sea, but the whole catch and release. I ain't found nothing I would keep. I don't want to read my lyrics that 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 dry. Let me get to the actual bars. Okay, uh, around my way, they call me COD. My mama said that I've been swagging since the age of three. That she ain't never lied. Still convinced I love you better in another life. Life after death or death, Illuminati worshiped at the altar and I felt my soul leaving my body. Another plane of existence, snack on some shrooms, get missing. Little tab of that LSD vacation could have been named HOTC3. And all of that reference to time when I went and got saved. You feel what I'm saying? So when I tell the story, okay. the timeline actually puts you back to when I was 21 and I was in the church about to be dipped into the water. Like worshiped at the altar. And I, yeah, I got saved. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's it's not shocking but it is a surprise i never knew that was a part of your uh your life i know you uh you spend time in the bible and it's obvious and you know your it's gonna sound funny up in his bars 
and it ain't gonna surprise you, but I had to get dipped twice. I ain't going to the first time. <laughs> they joke about that shit all the time. They were like, well, you have to dip him twice. They really had to dunk a nigga twice, man. The first time it ain't worked, man. I was too bullying, I guess. What are you talking about, bro? But hey, man, we done got sidetracked talking about vacation because this shit fire, y'all. Vacation fucking fire. And we we giving it to y'all a track at a time. And we're going to put together that motherfucking show out there in Colorado uh, long as there are no restrictions, bro. And this, 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 this Valentine's Day show going to be fucking ridiculous. I don't think y'all understand how much music we sitting on and and just how much more shit is to come. Like, we could do a whole tape from just the songs that's for the latest from my old albums. You feel what I'm saying? Because yeah. there's one or two on yeah. all 13 of them. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. You feel me? But let's get to this distraction, man. Tell the people what the distraction is. I'm going to let you intro it so you can say it as ridiculous as you want to. Oh, so my dog, man, is uh he out here in these streets. He for the streets. Um he's a oh, single man. Let me explain so that is. too, that I ain't explained to him in a while. <laughs> vacation. I took an actual vacation, and that was part of the uh inspiration for the tape and the thematic elements of it, man. I had a situation, and it ain't no nice way to say it. And I pray this person ain't a listener of the podcast. I don't give a fuck if they is or not. It is what it is. Honesty is honesty. I had a situation that was so negative on a nigga's soul. I decided to just be by myself for the length of time that I was with that person. I ain't going no goddamn dates. I ain't smash nobody. None of that. I just needed me a break to cleanse my soul of that energy. You feel me? And as you can watch from the cast, man, my teeth be showing constantly. And that cleansing not only had an amazing effect on my body and on my health, but on my soul. And when I jumped back out there, like a nigga got the stink on me. (laughs) Happy is sexy. fuck, And I don't think the, 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 the aesthetic has half to do with the energy that I walk around with being what leads to the response I've been getting or what I mean, I've always gotten when I've been healthy. You feel what I'm saying, bro? Yeah. Yeah, health health is physical, uh, but that shit mental than a motherfucker. It is, it is. I mean, I won't tell y'all the actual amount of time because it's none of your goddamn business. Go ahead. You'd be surprised, trio man. Uh, Your spirituality, your your spirituality, your mental health, and your your physical bodily health, man. That it may make something triumvirate that it that is you. Uh, So it it followed it. I follow this young woman. You need guidance and you need attention to it all. I follow this one young woman named uh, Ashley Dalton. Ashley Dalton underscore on IG. And I think that's a TikTok joint as well. But her post, man, and I sent her a message and she responded to that shit directly. But her post... It it be geared toward women, but the shit she be talking be motivational down the motherfucker. It speak to me, cuz. So I be checking in on that shit. I'm an avid follower. I like, I comment, I be on the story, all that shit. I fucks with shorty. Yeah, you know I mean, but uh, she yeah. had this shit where she was like, You want to know whether or not you have self-control? Look at your waistline. I was like, oh love fuck up. <laughs> Hold on, who are you talking to? 
Who you talking to? I know you ain't talking to me. Hey, talking about you want to know if you have self control? Look at your waistline. I said, look. I just started barking because I hit dog and holler. You feel me? And then I, I closed it. I followed and closed it. I was like, I'll check in later, but I don't need to hear no more today. You feel what I said? <laughs> we set. We set the day. We good. We got we our good. message. It, message. We got our message. We got our message. All right. <laughs> and I toss it back to you, man. So the vacation is uh since been over yeah. and the fuckery has ensued and some of the conversations uh <laughs> leading back into the depths of the ocean. Uh, y'all heard SLS. I said so many fish in the sea, but the whole catch and release. I ain't found nothing I would keep. Uh I say that again for you. So many fish in the sea, but these hoes catch and release. I ain't found nothing I would keep. <laughs> I creep through the back streets of Decatur on the low getting paper, bitches. Yes, your ooh, friendly name. Yeah, I already do it. <laughs> but uh, so I'm back out here, man. And the shenanigans are afoot, man. And my dog P, through all of my tied down in a relationship years, I lived vicariously through the adventures of my dog Quintavious Dyson. So when I be on my fuckery, sometimes I lean on my dog Quinn to get me back on my Monte shit. So I toss it to him to intro y'all into what we gonna be on today. Shit, you feel me? A distraction to lead us through episode twenty seven. And at this point, I toss it to the HOD. You feel me, man? So what's going on is my dog is out here in these streets, and you know it's several apps out there, man, for you know people finding each other to do whatever people do uh, when they find each other. And so my dog is on one of those applications. He is a uh, member and he, I'm going to tell him about your habits because this, uh, this is a safe space. So my it dog, he'll, he'll, he'll match with a young lady on uh, Tinder or whatever. I, I think he got a couple. I think he got a couple. I think he might have Bumble too, but I know he got, oh, he got Tinder. All right. So he matched with the young lady on Tinder. Seeing somebody I was talking to on Bumble and deleted it never went back. So he got, never went back. <laughs> he got Tinder. He he matched with these young ladies on Tinder, and he has yet to message any of these young ladies off of Tinder. So today, y'all about to let get me be clear. We wasn't in a relationship. We wasn't in a relationship. It was a slide, and I was like, I don't want her to know my emotions. So let me get off of that. If that's part of what she be on us, because we met in real life. You feel what I'm saying? Oh, you met this person in real life. Yeah, and I didn't, know I didn't de- and I didn't yeah, delete my shit. <laughs> yeah, and I didn't delete my shit, and I was just scrolling through, and I shit you not, like, <laughs> shorty in there cooking. I'm scrying through, and I'm like, less than a mile away, the fuck? And then I look down, and I'm like, oh, shit. And I'm like, where the fuck are these pictures from? But I started scrolling through. I said, let me delete this fucking account, and then I just went back to the little tender shit. Them the only two I ever fiddled with, and I ain't really did that. Well, you, you, let me shut up. <laughs> so my dog is gonna do his live time. He about to hit this young lady up on Tinder and see if she if she hit back. So we may have to end the episode early tonight <laughs> if if this, <laughs> if this post corner connects going down the right going down the right sideline. 
<laughs> so we yeah we don't mention any names anything like that but my dog is for the audio platform my dog got his head down he uh he thinking of a response or he thinking of a you know the initial outreach we know how they go man you know especially when you got your you got not really i'm just swiping on. left on other folks oh yeah i'm swiping right now so this is just to get ready so he's swiping. So he's swiping. <laughs> yeah. For some reason, Tinder Just thing I like 22, yo. They trying to catch me on that R. Kelly shit. They don't show me no 30, yo. Show me some folks in my range. You feel me? Yeah. I like bitch at my age. Yeah. Uh, I went out with a group of folks from work, man. And uh, If she's 50 miles away, she could keep it, though. I ain't driving that far for a goddamn... <laughs> Anything but a check. My bad. Go ahead. <laughs> no. Nah, uh, I met this young lady, man, from like about 10 people from my from the new gig. Uh, we met up and went out to a bar. And then... Uh, timeline, timeline, timeline. This was recently? Yeah, this was recent. This is a platonic meetup. This this is a platonic meetup. Yeah, yeah. This is a group okay. of people, like ten folks. Yeah, cool, we cool, not cool. be together to have work or just hell no. Nah. This is this is a Tinder side <laughs> story. So be clear. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Oh yeah. This is okay. a Tinder yeah. side story. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? So I met this young lady. Oh, my, I just told story. you I I deleted Bumble because <laughs> I seen a chick who was cooking after. Uh, uh, anyway, you you get it. <laughs> who wanted to bake? Who wanted to bake your biscuits? <laughs> <laughs> you weren't having it. Uh, but yeah, we met up on a platonic meetup. Uh, we, this is this has to do with the age shit. She was 21, and I was like, oh, that's adorable. Get the fuck away from here. <laughs> um, yeah, we, uh, oh, that's that's cute. Your parents let you date. <laughs> yeah, we can't be on that shit no more, man. Fellas, date. It'd be here, scripper. I, mean, I can't strike right on no scripper, cuz. I ain't got no problems yeah. with scribbles. I don't think I got the budget. Uh, I don't apply for jobs. I don't think I'm qualified for. That's a blanket statement. <laughs> I'm sure there's some uh, frugal <laughs> scribbles out here. Yeah, I ain't in search of them. I ain't, I ain't fishing for the for the one in a million. I ain't a Leah. You see how these women feel about try, try again. They call that shit street harassment. You feel me? That 90s mentality, that 90s man is now toxic masculinity. You got to evolve. And I evolved away from goddamn, I shoot high percentage shots. You feel what I'm saying? <laughs> it makes sense because them niggas was ass hey, back then. And them the daddies of them young ladies now. So they know either this nigga ain't around or this nigga ass. All I heard so, was ass daddies. And that's questionable. <laughs> Now, Bro, so uh, so so how how we kicking that message off, man? How we how we shooting it off? You want me to read you the uh, the, the 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 the? You the, said, like, uh, I thought you was crafting it. Oh, this is a nah. I ain't wrote a damn thing. What's the point of talking <laughs> to you if you ain't gonna help craft the message and make it a whole thing? You feel me? Oh man. So I I'm gonna bleep you. out oh. me reading the bio, okay? And you tell me how to respond or how to kick it off after I read the bio. You did. 
Okay, we're going to fill it in with a song or something? Yeah, it'll be some. <laughs> All right, read it. I want to hear this shit. All right. Here we go. 28 and a half. You can bleep out the bio shit. But this is your shit. Bro, you're not getting them on my album. Really? Yeah. Um, we met six days ago, by the way. Six days ago? <laughs> That's a long answer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I feel like the intro gotta involve an explanation for the delay. So what's up, man? How I we shooting it off? So was you waiting on me to hit you up? <laughs> <laughs> Long time no see. Damn, I feel like we've been dating for six days, man. I ain't heard Frank. <laughs> Uh, bro, I'm also washed. <laughs> like I'm so washed. You are. Sound like it. That's not like terrible oh, advice. Yeah, horrible. Horrible. I'm way more up front now. You trying to go? What we doing? <laughs> I like books. Oh. Uh, I like <laughs> <laughs> no oh, punctuation. Shit. Just I like books and wait like, for a response. Like She's gonna be like, the fuck he want me to do with like this? Same thing. I want you to do with that dick. Sit on it. That <laughs> else. Hey, what else you gonna do with it? You hear me? Hear me? This how we talk to y'all ladies, whether y'all realize you it. Or not. The, yeah, you stream them uh, you stream the messages together. <laughs> You probably wake up, they go have your app removed from your phone. <laughs> Same thing I want you to do with this dick. Shit on it. <laughs> they ain't finna go down there and hit that. If I sent that as an audio message, it would be said how yeah, I said it. I don't know why the fuck you said it back how you said it. Like, well, get why the fuck text out of here. Why text and make shit so much worse, man? Text me so much. Worse. Can you send a voice message? I doubt it. Come on now. What is this? I don't know what that is. You can send a GIF. She, you can send a song. I got an important question. She got a. She got a Snapchat on there. Nah, I don't think so. Nigga, I don't know okay, shit about Snapchat. Good. That's a good sign. Good. <laughs> 
<laughs> She's 22, Good. by the way. Uh-oh. This is this guy better. So interesting. What is wrong with this nigga, man? So what's up? What I'm gonna do? I'm gonna ask about a favorite book. What are we gonna do, man? We just gotta get a message off so we can get the show started. It's supposed to be a distraction, not yeah, a derail. Read. Yeah, what we read. No intro, just what we reading right now. What we reading right now. Yeah, no intro. What we reading right now. She know your name. Y'all met six days ago. She already interested. Y'all know that. This that's like a that's the that's the known known. What we reading. Yeah. Cause what like what 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 do you think it would sound like if you if you reached out to her? Good evening, madam, ma'am. Good evening. How you doing tonight? How was your day? How was your work day? That's born. What we read. Nothing else. No, right now or nothing like that. Just so what we read. What are we reading? You can make it grammatically correct if you want to. So what are we reading? So what are we reading? Yeah, that's that's nice. That's a nice touch. Not as much bite. A little, little softer intro. I had to send it, man. I had to do something, man. Because uh, he didn't tell y'all. I thought he was going to go full heel and really sauce the nigga. But I dead ass have matched with like 30 Jones on here. And I ain't never bothered none of them. Because to be, to be straightforward, I ain't had trouble meeting people in real life. I be on there to entertain my <laughs> shut up cuz I be on there to just entertain myself while I be doing stuff so if I'm bored I just get on there and be swiping but rarely am I ever <laughs> not dealing with somebody in real life so to 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 give effort to figure this shit out ain't been something I've ever had to do that like just to be straightforward like and like I was I was chilling with Dusty and um, he was like, how many likes you got on that? I, I was like, like 27. He was like, how many people you done match with? I was like, right now, I think like 11. They be dropping off because I'll never send messages. He was like, get the fuck out of here. He was like, let me see that shit. <laughs> I showed him that shit. He wouldn't even show me here. <laughs> he was like, you ain't got no job on your shit. I was like, fuck, I need to put a job on there for They coming to work to with me? Nobody. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ah, so if you hey, swiping so based on financial situation, I need you to swipe left on your dog because my financial situation ain't gonna affect yours in the slightest. Me, you feel me, boo? Yeah, you talking about? <laughs> what the fuck Sorry. I'm gonna do with two hundred dollars? <laughs> Give me my shit back. Yeah, you talking about? That's one of my favorite memes of the week. Go ahead. So, for the people, what would you suggest they do? Because you matched with 30 Johns. What would you, for, for cats to get matches with Johns, what do you suggest they do on Twitter, on Tinder, if they if they struggling with the fair sex? I don't know. Because <laughs> as far as how I did the pictures, as far as how I did the pictures, because... Yeah, what you got up on now? I thought about it from a psychological standpoint. A lot of larger women will only show you pictures of their face. So my first three photos are tight shots of my face. 
And then the fourth photo is one of my full frame. He's like, oh, this nigga in good shape. Okay, okay, tripping. So it's like a surprise as opposed to just a given. And plus, I don't think I'm ugly, so the tight shots in my face ain't like I'm fishing with bad bait. That's scrimp. You feel what I'm saying? And it's different lineups of the beard in each one. The first one is a low cut. The next one is the full joint, you know what I'm saying? And then the, 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 the next beard picture is like this. So it's three different types. <laughs> Hold up, y'all. So y'all, y'all hear that this, this ain't no goddamn, this ain't just throwing shit at the wall and seeing what stick. This is a strategy. This nigga showing these women what all they can get. Multi-talented. You know what I'm saying? And the fourth picture they want to show my whole it. frame is the is the first picture where I'm dressed up. I'm in a suit in that picture. <laughs> his uh his his Tinder profile and bio Yo. is uh, it's, it's the poster in the barbershop. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We going my out on a date. You can say, give me a number two this week. Give me the, give me the number, give me number <laughs> give me the number four COD, please. Thank you. You want that with cheese? growing <laughs> the wheat. They're like, the bio very simple. You want me to read you the bio? We into the people shit. People love that. He said yeah, people yeah. would love that. And one of the, like, I'm going to flip through my pictures because I think that's funny. I'm going to flip through my pictures in the camera real quick and I'll put them up when we do the show. This is great. Oh, here we go. This is the good shit. Here we go. Hell yeah. Nigga look like Maxwell. Look at him. Looking like a black Jason Momoa. Okay. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's all. Uh, damn. Who had short dreads and some shit? Oh, that's the joints that I took over that uh at J joint. Yeah. Yeah. I remember all the photos that I be taking. Come back song. Okay, you want to let them know I got a clean scalp? Okay, let them know. Let them know. This nigga, hey, that nigga let them know what they can get any day of the week. He let them know about his hygiene. What is wrong with this nigga? He in there with the drill. Hey, my dog over here, and I wonder he matched for 30 Johns. Y'all see that, man? Y'all getting free game. Give me some headlines. Season one, episode 27, head of the department. My dog, my dog, COD, about to be on the board. Uh, of directors for damn tender because he <laughs> <laughs> chill out. <laughs> but the, the bio he simple, need bro. Class. He need to have a class. Straight man. We we do exist in Atlanta. Uh, young man from Decatur who loves life, music, and people with good energy. Not looking for anything serious, just some good company and some good times. I was taught to expect nothing and be appreciative of everything. I say that shit all the time. I ain't writing nothing new. I just wrote some shit. You feel me? He trying to be coy, y'all. And nigga know he 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 know he he very honest out there with who with what who and what he looking for, who he gonna be, what's gonna happen. That's why he matched with 30 Johns, because it's honest. It's, it's going a very, out that line and it's showing the most that they can't believe him and they look they looking right through that shit. It's the most Go direct ahead. way Be I direct. can tell them that I won't pressure them in any way for anything. And I don't expect to be pressured in any way for anything either. Treat my money like you want me to treat your pussy. <laughs> consent, consent, consent. 
I ain't giving a goddamn thing that I don't desire. You feel me? The ladies of Tinder got my dog COD like a Pringle. Once you pop, you just can't stop. That's why all these matches keep flowing in. We're going to be holding classes starting December the 1st, going into real cuffing season. My dog going to teach y'all how to get these young ladies who are trying to burrow up for the winter. Just so y'all know, I ain't bullshitting. Let message one of the ones I matched with a long ass time ago and never sent anything to. Uh oh, here we go. Uh oh. So this one I matched with. This one I matched with. I I shit you not. I'm gonna show you so that you know I ain't bullshitting. Damn, how do I get a name out of it? I'm gonna just tell you a year ago. And you know you can unmatch if you mad that you ain't got a message. You feel what I'm saying? She ain't unmatched. I bet you won't hit her with. I bet you won't hit her with. So what we read? <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> That's what you should do all the way down the line. All thirty of them, Jones. So, so what we read? The women, the women who hit you back. That's who we need to be talking to because you read books. <laughs> we know it for a fact. <laughs> so what you read? That's what's up. I think you should go down the whole line. So what are we reading or so what you read? So what are we reading? Yeah, we. We're making it a collective thing. Speaking it into existence. Sent- have a busy fall. All right. The next one is Autumn. Oh, damn. I'm giving names. I'm tripping. <laughs> that could be anybody. It's that time of year. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, hey, you think about that. Yeah. Yeah. That was an alias, people. Yeah. It's a code name. Yeah. It's a bot. <laughs> Oh, okay. I see why I was scared to message her. Because Shawty, uh, 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 Shawty, a Bruja. I don't know what, the, what that is. That's witch in Spanish. Nigga, I thought you were studying Spanish. She do locks, though. We we haven't got to the Halloween lesson shit. <laughs> Either did. <laughs> Magic and love. Shawty fit, though, with it. <laughs> <laughs> I told you about that old thing. Oh, I thought I was an ass man until I dated a woman with big titties. Let's keep the show pumping along. We're going to keep that distraction going. I may just bring it back up. <laughs> okay, wait. To, hold on. Where we at? Where we at? Where you, where, you, where, you, where you marker at? Your time marker. We need That's going on the promotions. We need that. 43 minutes. Now we 43 minutes in? Yeah, wait, let's go. <laughs> No way. That nigga had me saying, so what are we reading? Am I popping that off to two more people and seeing what they say? At least two more. At least. Bare minimum. Yeah, we're going to stop. If you got BDE, this this, uh, bio, if you got BDE, hit me up. Little boy, stay away. Life is short, so let's just enjoy some time we have here. Keep up or get lost is my motto. And the photo is, the first one is her 
And the bruh, the next one is her. Uh, uh, well, the next three is her and Doggy Style, but with the next four, five, six, okay. So she's definitely, Doggy is her position. Very confident in this. Her back ain't by halfway arched in one of the photos. Retail manager, you trying to get fired. The critique also is just funny. I tested like, when, whenever, like we gathering as much information as we can from these profiles. The critique be funny as hell when you get the information. Like the uh, pictures <laughs> worth a thousand words. That shit is not a lie. It is accurate as a motherfucker. And cats will analyze the dog, especially women. But I swear, like, don't tell me your favorite position, doggy style. And the first time I hit it, you can't arch your back. You ain't finna break my dick in half. Yeah, right. yes, we not gonna be fucking on the regular basis. Right. Oh, this is my shit chop right session. Hey, this is gonna be a whole other segue into 30 minutes and talking about some What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? Man. <laughs> my talking about she love to cook can't preheat the oven you don't get that shit out of here my dog matched with a woman a year ago he just not hitting her up and after what we read <laughs> but uh speaking of aging with grace I assume uh, that shit was a bible with how long it took you to give me that pussy that gonna be the response <laughs> oh man! Oh, uh, soon. Very. But uh, a year? Too soon to ask for some pussy? Come on! <laughs> Been in her life for a year, cuz. What you talking about? That's the problem, man. You don't. I don't never. You don't never ask for it. What we asking for? That's a gift. You're right. Let them get it. It's my job my to motivate them to it. give it. What I'm asking for, you right. <laughs> when you're right, you're right. It's my job to motivate them to give it. What I'm asking for. I fucked up as soon as I put a question word in a sentence. Play shit. Move forward. Thanks. Facts. Gospel. <laughs> it was Helios Biblios. We can move forward. Hey, but uh my dog is uh spun around this uh spun around the good old son one more again. And he's landed on the other side of a new revolution. And so in this chop session, dog, I want to talk to you about how do you feel about that this last revolution, where are you in um where are you mentally in understanding being another unit older or another unit experienced? How do you how do you look at age? Um are there any insights that you have over of reflections that you've um Reflections of the last revolution around the sun that you just had. 
The biggest thing that changed was my relationship with time. And it was a progression that kind of came to a head. You feel what I'm saying? Okay. For the majority of my life up until this past year, um, I had lived all of my life in intervals. And most of them were the countdown to no longer suffering through something I convinced myself was a burden that I was bearing. You feel what I'm saying? Like, yeah. uh, countdown to when I turn 18, and I could get the fuck out and go to school and no longer be at the crib. You feel what I'm saying? Countdown the time till I got to the real world and I ain't have to deal with that school shit no more. You feel what I'm saying? Like, you know the shit I was thrust into after college, countdown the moments until my family was whole again. You feel what I'm saying? And a lot of things that I had been counting down to my whole life no more countdowns. So at the end of all of these different junctures, there was always something on the other end of the now what. And in order to answer that question at this juncture of my life, my perception of time and my relationship with it through introspection and reflection has been me valuing moments more so than the time, if that makes sense. Yeah. Because God damn, bro, when I tell you the moments I've had while counting down to the end of my misery have been fucking amazing. Who I had to be, the the environment that I cultivated for myself to get to those joyous moments was fucking terrible. You feel what I'm saying? So it's been a it's been a very deep commitment. The simplest way I could I could sum all of that up. It's something I've started to say to you recently, and I ain't really talked to you about what was behind it, but this is kind of like the seed that was planted that grew into. I am on the other side of absolutely everything I thought would ever kill me. So until something do, I won't give any obstacle in front of me the respect of my misery, my worry and my doubt for fucking what until it kill me. Fuck that shit. You hear what I'm telling you, bro? I'm going to do some motherfucking living. <laughs> yeah. Until something killed a boy. Fuck that shit. Because I done walked into countless situations. People who walked into them with me did not walk out of. So. Whenever my time is. I will be on time and I'm not going to worry about clocking in for fucking what until then though me and my niggas trying to get it grinding to make it happen waiting to catch fire until then we just matches we just matches 
square business, man. Square business, yeah. I always appreciate your perspective, especially when it comes to like things that have to deal with the life experience because you've experienced a lot. We've experienced a lot uh, <laughs> yeah. as partners over the past 15 <clears throat> years and shit, man. And so like looking at, yeah, like this aging process. And we making yeah. boss moves and keeping them on the low. Hey, you talking about right up under the head. Yeah. You see, I had to wear a hat this show. That's a subliminal to keep it that way, way man. <laughs> well, I like because that shit only matters. Like I really, it only matters to us. Or it matters to us more so than I. Re- I want to share them moments because we know all the work that's going into all this shit, man. Which is why I asked you about like this la- this last revolution around the sun because of what we've accomplished this year. Like just sitting down and taking note of uh, what is happening where it started once i moved back to the like once i moved back to the a in 2016 and then getting to this point in 2021 like the things even in that five year uh juncture which we probably created more consistently in this past five years than we did in the previous 10 as a as a unit um and so it's just interesting to hear like the takeaways that you have in uh moving units forward uh units being <laughs> increments of time how have you measured them hoes but uh yeah man <laughs> what i did you hit the mic and it's just being so focused that in the moment that your spatial awareness escape you and and I love when you get in that head space. So I was in the moment with you. So when you hit the mic, I heard the fuck out of it. You couldn't hear it, but I heard the mic and I heard the pause. The pregnant pause was perfect as well. So it was music. That's all. It was music. Oh, that's what's up. But uh, can I can I do your favor, man? Could you give me some headlines? I'm gonna give you some headlines. So these headlines are. Hey, y'all, when we get behind that nigga P Star is skiing through the show. You hear me? (laughs) Go ahead. Oh, let me check in while you do that so I can see if I can give you some headlines. Breaking news. I just received a like, but I haven't found them and swiped on them. So they're trying to get me to buy the gold version so I can see who liked me. Now I'm good. (laughs) Neither one of them hit me with the Charles Dickens shit. So we'll see. You know they're gonna try to upset. These bitches ain't really reading books. Oh. They just they just avid readers. I don't be reading. I just I just like reading. You feel me? <laughs> they read books. I, I'm tripping. They be reading books, cuz. All right, about to get my dog some headlines. <laughs> my bad. Going to this mode. Distraction. We going to this mode. You know what's coming. You know what's coming when we go into this mode. We got an article 
from our good friends. Hold on, hold on. It is not from Mufasa, but probably Scar. These articles will be from NPR. My bad. Go ahead. James Earl Jones would be more. James Earl Jones would be more like, do you? Yeah. Coming from our good friends over at NPR. A newsletter story today. A Nobel, Nobel Prize for a Revolution in Economics. Huge statement for women. Oh, I'm sorry. This next story is from USA Today. Huge statement for women. South Carolina's Don Staley gets big raise contract extension. That's all the headlines? From the... No, I got one more. I was trying to open that book up. My bad. I was like, I don't know if I fought with neither one of them. Is Don Staley related to Deuce Staley? JR from The Athletic. What's up? Is Don Staley related to Deuce Staley? I don't know. That's a good question. They both... uh, Staley's? Oh. They both both are Staley's. Go ahead, J.R. Smith. (laughs) J.R. Smith, attacked by bees, but manages to finish first college golf tournament from The Athletic. Man, let me hear about my dog, J.R. Smith, man, getting caught by the bees, man. Little did y'all know this show could be bee-themed instead of cow-themed, and we be in this motherfucker talking about, what's the buzz? Now I'm talking shit. (laughs) But that would be funny as shit if there's an alternate universe where it's cows, I mean, it's bees instead of cows. And these motherfuckers be coming in talking about some instead of it's a nigga going why his nigga come flying in. (laughs) Motherfuckers, what you putting in your tea, dog? You already know, honey. (laughs) One nigga be one nigga bear being bear. Uh, Give me some give me some uh, uh, fuck. Give me some stinger shots from the ringer. I don't know. But yeah, what's popping with J.R. Smith? What was you about to say, though? It's going to be a chick that what? It's going to be a chick spinoff? What's the chick spinoff? It's going to be, uh yeah, what's the buzz? Instead of giving me some headlines, it's going to be, what's the buzz? <laughs> I thought you was going to turn Sting into something that sound like uh the name Iringus. I thought she was going to do something with Sting and that forgive me some headlines and I was like I gotta hear this shit. I don't know where he going but I want to take that trip. Hell no. JR you the mistake. You you hit this show. JR Smith was attacked by bees but manages to finish his first golf tournament says the athletic. He was attacked by bitches. I'm sorry. (laughs) He was attacked by bitches. (laughs) Onomatopoeias. He was attacked by onomatopoeias. God damn. Some bitches. Some bitches. Uh, Ron called him all kind of bitches when he didn't shoot that layup. But he got that rebound. (laughs) Shoot that layup some years back. 
But the funniest thing is you can see how mad Braun was and about 30 seconds into him being mad at JR. You could see him remembering that JR don't give a fuck and he just had to eat it. <laughs> He's looking at JR. JR just looking straight ahead. And that nigga just is like, that's why he ain't taking a shot for the first three minutes of overtime. He was defeated. And it wasn't the Golden State Warriors that beat him. It was JR still not giving a fuck. He was like, is we going to go out here and beat these niggas in overtime or not? And Brown was like, but I'm mad about that. And he was like, I, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> he didn't give a fuck. Like, he'd have made a great quarterback because it ain't no bad play that would have stopped him from throwing a perfect spiral. Oh, yeah. On a on a yeah. rope, the next fucking play, y'all like that nigga different. He don't give a fuck. <laughs> he got that Marshawn Lynch energy, boy. <laughs> what happened when them bees Man. got after his That's ass though? They didn't mention where he finished. I need you to give me that info, boy. Yeah, yeah, we getting it in. All right, here we go. Jr. Smith overcame some thorny moments Tuesday including being attacked by bees on his third hole to finish his first collegiate golf tournament for North Carolina A&T at the Elon Phoenix Invitational in Burlington, North Carolina. After playing his first two rounds on Monday, Smith started Tuesday's final round on the back nine. On the 12th hole, he was swarmed and stung by bees. He received help from the medical staff, made double bogey at number 12, and went on to finish his round with an eight over par 79 at Alamance Country Club. So yeah, that was uh that was his first tournament, man. He uh Yeah, I'll see we could have been making thorny puns turning thorny into horny. So y'all be happy y'all came to give me some headlines. Instead of yeah, who who is that article from? That is from the Athletic. Uh, Smith, a 16-year NBA veteran, shot 83-78 and 78 in, his, in his two rounds on Tuesday, highlighted by a few tap-in birdies. After sticking approaches close to the pin, he had four double bogeys and six bogeys, but also two birdies in round one. He opened the second round with a birdie on his second hole and remained one under through five before making six bogeys and one double bogey down the stretch. Smith finished the tournament 27 over, 81st among 84 players in the event. I'm going to have a good time following this, bro. I'm going to have a great time following this. Wait a minute. Say that last part again. Say that last part again. He finished the tournament. He finished the tournament 27 over, 81st among 84 players in the event. Bro, a freight train coming straight up the ass of the competition. When you making a move for his first competition, to start with him literally being swarmed by all the haters and to finish just a couple of three, literally three, what he became known for as a nigga who could boom on your mama if she was in the lane. Three from the back of the pack. I can't wait to see how this movie culminate. My dog going straight to the PGA Tour. And he going to be, by the time he on the senior tour, we going to be playing with him. Fuck that shit. Square bitty man, but yeah, that's our dog. Um, this has been giving me some headlines and updating our dog. Uh, if you need to to hear my dog's affinity for the great Earl Smith, go check out uh, some previous <laughs> some previous episodes of uh, 
of Give Me Some Headlines, and you'll hear, I think it may be 21. When did we talk about JR? I had to let y'all know, man, but we talked about JR. Let me let me timestamp this thing because we're going to have to let y'all, y'all got to have to go back and listen to that, man. There's some good stuff. Oh, go check out the, uh, the Instagram at Give Me Some Headlines on Instagram. Go check us out. Go check out the uh, the content. We're putting great content on there. Um, damn near every day of the week. Damn near every day of the week. But uh, go check that shit out. It is it, it is worth your while. And my dog sent out a love letter to JR and then cast them aside for Max Kellerman. It was comical. They they be trying, they've been trying to get me to match with this photographer who I'm sure liked my shit like a year ago, but I always close the app because I don't want to swipe left because, you know, it is what it is, but I'm not swiping right. They keep trying to send me to her, like feed me to the wolves, cause, but she she do magic, bro. And anybody who do magic, I'm worried. I'm worried. You feel me? But uh, what you mean she do magic? Uh, that's like You can't just say she do magic and then just float right on past it. She do magic. When you say people who do magic are W-H-I, and I ain't even going to spell it correctly, you feel what I'm saying? Yeah. If you uh, say that they are the thing where you put meat, cheese, lettuce in between two slices of bread, but not the part that's on the beach, then... It puts you on their radar cosmically. And I learned that from one of them because I was talking about it and she knew. And I was like, never again. Yeah, hell no. Okay. All right. Well, yeah. hadn't verbally spoke to her in years and got to talking about her. And uh, she popped up on me. I was like, how the fuck you know where I was? She was like, no, we're not going to do that. And I was like, oh, goddamn. I'm listening. And I immediately shit. <laughs> I immediately shut the fuck up and got my instructions and then followed them right the fuck to safety. And uh, she scared me away from all of them. And there's probably some good ones out there, but I ain't get the one from the east. I got the one from the west. But say, yeah, that's uh, that's some. I will only speak about y'all in a positive light to this day, and I'd never say a name ever again. Let's get. Let's get off of her then. Yeah, uh, facts. <laughs> facts. We in good standing, though. Uh, Why wouldn't we be? I'm not an idiot. <laughs> right. <Yo. laughs> I like Yo. my life. We good. Yeah. We Very fond of it. good. Home team. Oh, 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 oh. I'm Mr. White. Oh, damn. You combine three with four. You tricked me. I did. You saw that? I did. So it's popping. <laughs> man, I want to uh, bring something to the people, man, since this is our community. Um, I want to let them know what's going on personally in our lives. And I want to share with them um, some insights. Uh, some perspective on starting something new or change or transition or whatever you like to call it, man. So you got some things that are going on in your life in the, in the, uh, in the coming weeks 
then I think you, the people will be, will benefit from hearing about. So I give you the floor and let you share what's going on as much as you want to. And then I want to hear like your perspective and kind of like we've done what you're doing or part of what you're doing a couple times with me. With me, I actually was doing the doing. I actually want to keep it on the low if you feel what I'm saying. That's so I'll talk very circuitously around this and start just to confuse the people by saying, hey, shorty, if you put over your picture that you vaccinated, you keep that pussy. As long as you ain't got covered, I'm good. You feel me? I ain't going to put over my picture. I wear condoms. You expect me to be clean of STIs. You feel what I'm saying? Just don't have COVID if we go out. I don't give a fuck if you vaccinated, but I don't know. I just don't. I just don't want to go out with you if you put vaccinated over your Tinder profile. You getting swiped left. These is facts. What did nigga T Pain say? Don't ask me if I got condoms. I mean, if I ain't have them, you'll be mad if I am with me. When you? you feel what I'm saying? <laughs> That's on that skit before I'm sprung or like after I'm sprung. Uh, 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 it was playing in the background. Now I'm talking about put it down. I know, I know. Yeah, okay. Yeah, um, that's an interesting yeah, take. That's one of his uh, greatest sounds. I think women just try. I think you don't think they just try to let you know that they out here staying safe because, like, is that uh, not a possibility? She, she got to keep like you might be missing your blessing. Why you cutting yourself off? Because I liken it what, to what a that? woman telling me she refused to date me if I'm not a Christian. Cool. I feel like that's their way of saying if you're not vaccinated, don't waste your time. Okay, whether I am or not, boo, I don't want to date. Like I, I don't want a Karen type of motherfucker. You feel me? And I think it's certain yeah. elements that are. Red, since everybody on that shit, red flags or just bad signs. You feel what I'm saying? And that's that's something I ain't a fan of. You feel what I'm saying? If a chick got something in her profile to say need not apply, even if I don't fit the description, I ain't trying to apply. Yeah. So it's just knowing knowing yourself and knowing the type of person that you want to spend your energy around. It speaks toward that particular thing speaks toward a slanted level of effort. You feel what I'm saying? Explain. Uh, There's a lot of people out there who want you to get get them to like you. And I ain't out here to get nobody to like me. Either you do or you fucking don't. <laughs> I'm good on that. You feel what I said? I'm a just BB, yeah. you feel me? And people who expect you to get you to like them expect an imbalanced relationship. They expect you to give more effort than they give. They expect you to come to them more than they come to you. They expect you to be there for them when they're going through stuff. They expect you to be somebody they can lean on in hard times. And you don't supposed to have hard times because 
why would you lean on them? Who they gonna lean on if you slipping? You feel what I'm saying? Okay. And I'd much rather be in a situation where we were there for each other than I was expected to be a it, it to be a one way street. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay. On some basic shit, I remember my OG told me this shit. We were sitting and watching uh a thin line between love and hate. He said. You're like that right there. That's why you don't never date a bitch who don't have shit just as nice as you. I was like, why? You're like, well, bitch, fuck my car. What you think I'm going to go do? I got the same shit on my schedule that afternoon. I'm going to go fuck her shit up. <laughs> I said, boy, you stupid. I said, but one of y'all going to jail. I said, neither one of us driving to work tomorrow, though. That's the point. I said, these niggas got issue issues. You feel me? But... That just from a mental mind state. I ain't trying to date nobody who not on the shit I'm on. And the universe has blessed me enough to even in that situation where I said I had to take that vacation from uh uh what they say, love language, acts of service, quality time, certain markers that I operate in tenants that I live on. I find my match. I don't really I ain't really been sent nobody who wasn't for me. Cause I don't be thirsty for connection and attention. Cause I have it. You feel me? So it really be a situation where I, I'm not receptive to it until I'm single, and then I'm receptive to the shit that's for me. You feel what I'm saying? I ain't really, yeah. had, I ain't really but chased I, at my, any point in my life. That's why this tender shit weird to me. <laughs> I ain't really, I ain't got a chase. Well, I ain't had to. I don't want to invite no. But they say, I don't want to invite so, no drought in the midst of a monsoon. <laughs> but you said that, like, the universe yeah, hadn't sent you anybody nah, that you don't vibe, that you don't vibe with like that. Like, do you not think if somebody put that in their bio and you happen to swipe, like, you like what you see, you like the bio outside of that, that one detail. Like, does that detail inform you enough to where you can be like, I just don't want to spend any time with this person. Like, I don't without talking to this person. I like everything else about them except this one thing. If the universe people, hadn't sent you anybody, that would, that would. I'm people, and people look for confirmation, not information. Anything she did that supported that preconceived notion would stick out like nipples in the wintertime. You feel what I'm saying? And the stuff that was contradictory would be thought to be her doing what she was supposed to do. I know this of myself. And I don't know if that's just human nature or just something in me, but I think subconsciously, anything that spoke to the shit I was worried about, I'd notice the fuck out of it. And anything else wouldn't be appreciated as to the contrary or weighed on the Libra scale. It'll be, I ain't noticed that because that's how it was supposed to be. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. But let some shit that ain't quite right go on and I'd be like, bitch, I wish I might every time. You know what I'm saying? And it could just be normal shit that would go on in the midst of getting to know a motherfucker. Yeah, you know I saying? Like, in, in all seriousness, bro, like some shit I do and have done. If I'm talking to a chick and early on she asks me for some shit, I give it to her. But it's the last time we talk.
You need help with rent. The first month that we know each other, I be goddamned if I'm how you pay rent the rest of the year, bitch. Because how would you have paid that shit if I ain't come holler at you? Because you ain't come holler at me. I thought you looked interesting and came and initiated this situation. So if I didn't do that, how would you have paid rent? I got it, so you got it. We're going to move on. But we're going to move the fuck on. And I'm transparent. I'd be like, just let you know, you know what I'm saying? I'm good. They'd be like, what you mean? I'd be like, I'm good. She's like, what do you mean? If you hit me, I'd be like, you trying to kick it? I'm good. <laughs> you try to go get something to eat? I'm good. Let me come over. Let I'm me cook for you. I brought you some women that you don't vibe with, man. I'm good. I ain't never had, like, I, yeah. It ain't happened often. It ain't happened often. It ain't happened often, but that's my policy. That's what I'm saying. I ain't had to do it a hundred times, but that's what I will do a hundred times if the opportunity, <laughs> opportunity, if the situation presents itself. That is how I will always handle it. If in the early stages of me knowing you, I am your goddamn support system. I'd be damned if I sign up for that. Come, my OG told me, don't start doing anything you aren't willing to keep doing. So I'll let it be the finale. I'll be damned if it's a plot point in the story and it's the goddamn intro to the movie. No, sir. I don't know if I'll ever be married, but I don't need my wife to stand up and say, I was about to die when I met COD. No, I'm good. You could be just fine when you meet me. I could be I could be a distraction. <laughs> you know, I was I was on my second Oscar and I met this silly motherfucker in Turks and Caicos. And I was like, what the fuck this nigga? He was dancing on stage. Yep, that me got down. I don't need nobody who got down. Don't don't write the color purple about your boy. I could be icing on the cake. I do not need to be the flower. I'm good on that shit. I'm past that point in life. And I don't need nobody who gonna convince themselves I wouldn't have made it without them. I don't need one of them type of relationships. I like you. That's why you round. Don't ever convince yourself that you're gonna be around if I don't like you. And I won't ever convince myself of the same. You need to have like more segments where you talking about relationships. Cause if you look at like our previous episodes, like we don't have that shit on the docket. Like even when it don't be on the docket, it's on the docket. We talk about relationships a lot of times and I'm the nigga in a relationship. <laughs> and I, <laughs> Bruh, I, I, you I know, like a mug, man. D, D, ladies, I know nobody's wired by me, wired like me. Ladies, man. I know nobody's wired like me, but at the same time, like, I, don't, I ain't trying to get too deep into it, but we talking about it, bro. Like, I have never had a woman I dated seriously not say the following words to me. I have never had anybody I've been with make me feel the way that you do. I have never been loved the way you love me. What the fuck make you think you know how to maintain that? Why the fuck you gripping the wheel so tight? Why not let the motherfucker who make you feel like that 
teach you how to treat him. My grandma told me when I was three, you got to teach people how to treat you. And I have been cultivating that ability my entire life. And I talked to you about balance. She's only made me promise her a short list of things in my life. And on the other end of that balance of teaching people how to treat me and learning how to do that, you have to cultivate the ability of learning how to treat people you care about. It ain't a perfect script of how I loved these different women. It was a steadfast dedication to learning how to love them. You feel what I'm saying? And because I don't expect anybody else to be me or what value do I bring to the world? I'm not sitting around waiting on you to learn how to love me or to have the IQ of learning at the rate that I do. But I'd be damned if you don't allow me to teach you. You feel what I'm saying? And if it's clear you're unwilling to learn, I'm okay learning that you are unwilling to learn. And I'm at a point in my life where I ain't willing to be too patient through the process of you enrolling. <laughs> I'll make it clear that the course is open and you're going to enroll or you're going to get expelled from this motherfucker. Even if I got a goddamn be fired as dean of admissions, goddamn, get me out of the school, goddamn. I, I, I hit the bricks if I need to. You feel what I'm saying? Rebuild from scratch, nigga. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to teach you how to treat me because you ain't going to have to teach me how to treat you. And I talk to you about that shit and our conversations a lot, bro. And most fights I have in relationships is when she wrong. Because when I'm wrong, it ain't a back and forth. I'm trying to learn something. Even if you yelling and fussing, if you say something I need to hear, I'm going to hear that shit. Because I want to learn how to treat you. I want to learn how to love you. I want to learn how to avoid the things that put you in a space that create unhealthiness. You feel what I'm saying? And when that's the energy I bring, I'd be damned if I'm going to go back and forth with you when it's some shit where you clearly dead ass wrong. And everybody that been in relationships, when a woman gets to the point to where it's a, it's a peace and a resolve and she knows she dead ass wrong, And now she's upset, mad and sad or crying. And you have to then focus on making her feel better in that moment. That right there has broken a good deal of the relationships that didn't work for me. Because if we only fight. When I feel like there needs to be progress or something to change or some development. If, at, if, if when you finally realize that there's something that needs to change, I still got to focus on you, that shit going to create unhealthiness long term. The Libra in me can't operate with that shit. It's no fucking balance if that happened. Because when I'm dead ass wrong, I'm just getting a bath. You feel me? And I come out of that shit. I don't retaliate. I don't come with no animosity. I don't do no fuck shit. I do something about it. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. If I can't get that same shit, bro, that shit, that shit don't, it just be like, (sighs) motherfucker be like, why you bringing up old shit? It show a pattern of behavior. I want you to know how long I've been dealing with this shit. It ain't to rehash that fight. 
is to let you know I don't ever want to have this motherfucker again. That's why I told you about the 10 other times we had this motherfucker. Because you talking like you sick of hearing it. I'm sick of dealing with this shit. (laughs) I'd like to never say anything about this shit ever again. I promise you. I'd like to be mom's the fucking word about it. But I'd be damned if I suffer in silence. That's not an option. If If you think that's on the menu, get up from the table. Suffering in silence ain't on the menu because you like, bro, I swear to God, be talking forever a couple months in because nobody has ever made you. And like the the reason I say that shit, bro, every person I've ever dealt with seriously has said that shit to me. I have only said that to one person because it has only been true about one fucking person. I don't be out here lying. I don't be out here. I ain't never told a woman I love that they hit or none of that shit. You feel what I'm saying? But there's only been one person who I could honestly say that about. And it's the only person I've said it to. And I said all that to say. Just because you want to be with me forever don't mean I want to be with you forever. And you getting to the point to where you want to be with me and deciding I need to be on the same page ain't the way to fucking get there. Especially if a nigga telling you this right here, I, I can't vibe with that. And your solution is to not fix that shit. If a nigga being a good listener, if a nigga showing progress, if talking to him about stuff and it getting better and you feeling safe and all this kind of shit lead you to want to be with him, then why the fuck would he want to be with you if those things weren't true in you? Said this in like episode two or three, bro. And this is the last thing I say on their relationship shit, man. So many women think about what their husband looked like what type of career he may have, what type of father he'll be. They write all this shit out about what they perfect man is. And they never write down at the bottom of that list. What type of woman is he looking for? Because they don't give a fuck. They perfect man is looking for them. They don't give a fuck what all of that list. They don't care what it take to create balance in his life. They don't give a fuck what it take to help make him whole. They just know that's what would make them happy. You'll see women write on their list of shit like, I want a man who's patient, caring, and loving, and can deal with my bad attitude. Why the fuck would a nigga who's patient, caring, and loving want to come home to somebody with a bad fucking attitude. You want somebody who patient enough to put up with your bullshit so they don't get sick of you and leave your dumb ass. But it's certain shit that just the expectation is ridiculous, bro. That's but that's interesting to me because from what it sounds like you believe that dudes put in more work than women into relationships and like making the other the partner feel good. Not in the healthy ones. 
That ain't what I'm not in the healthy ones. What I'm saying is the expectation. If you ask any woman what the perfect man is, there'll be a long list of things, oftentimes with things that are counterintuitive to each other. You know what I'm saying? Strong, decisive, a good leader, but let but lets me make decisions. Shit like that. You know what I'm saying? All kind it, like it'll be just it'll just be tough to be all of these things in one person. You know what I'm saying? And if you ask a woman what the what a real woman is as opposed to a real man, they'll usually describe themselves. If she's a stay-at-home, you know what I'm saying? You've heard this spiel. She's a stay-at-home mother, a real woman, stay at home and take care of her kids and da-da-da-da-da. If she works, a real woman, go out, get the bacon, come home and cook it too, blah, blah, blah. A, a woman will describe herself when you ask her what a real woman is. But a real man has a very clear definition. definition. You feel what I'm saying? But would you they describe yourself this, as another This This the kicker. This the kicker. When a man get to talking about what a real man is, it's toxic masculinity, identity deeds. We're the only group of people who don't get to talk about what a real man is, men. Because if you do, you're homophobic, you're misogynistic, you're toxic masculinity, y'all, this kind of shit. Men don't get to talk about what a real man is. How dare you even ask me what I think a real man is? You trying to get us counseled? I ain't taking the bait. Who you is, Chelsea Handler? <laughs> Nigga tried to throw me the bait, y'all. You ain't think about that, did you? Name another group of people who that. can't talk about what talk, being a real this year, bro. It's not that you can't talk about it. It's just that you catch the backlash for it. It's not that it's it's not illegal for you to do it. They just, it's, it's frowned upon. Absolutely. It's like counting cards in Vegas. I we think not to come back here no more, but we can't. But it's not I think, illegal. We I think being a real anything is akin to the thing that we're building the branding for. So I can't speak on it. But, you know, I'm talking about a reference from one of the early songs on uh, Insomnia. talking about being real black yeah yeah i think it's similar to that for whatever the identity may be you know as a as a kind of like an experience in life talking about the color commentary around habits change and starting something different i've always had a great love for people but I really rarely have a good time with groups of people. You know what I'm saying? That's how people are like, how you feel about the gays? Or how do you feel about transgender people? Well, I don't know the gays. I know like 10 or 15 gay people who are friends. You feel what I'm saying? I don't know the transgender community. I know like six or seven transgender people. I fuck with them. You feel what I'm saying? Like... I like individuals, but groups usually make sacrifices to their individuality in order to be a group. And the things that get sacrificed to create that homogenized identity are usually enough to make me not fuck with a group of people. Like, 
I loved so many people on my football team. I rarely hung out with them niggas when we were the football team. You feel what I'm saying? I went bowling with probably 20 other niggas on the team at different times on a regular basis. Did I ever go bowling with 20 of them niggas? Nah. <laughs> there ain't a fucking chance. You feel what I'm saying? There ain't a so, chance. Backpedaling to the comments about if you asked the woman what a perfect woman was, she would probably name herself. Yeah. This is my philosophy about that. As men, if we consider ourselves gods, kings, however you consider yourself as the leader of a household, do you not see that as an opportunity to say, not in my opinion? You Can I hit you with some? Men often do the opposite, G. Because of how we are raised to feel like we need to be doing more than what we already are doing, we often define what a real man is by the things we are not. Soldiers come home and believe that a real man could soften himself and get out of his head so he could be in the moment and play with his children. A nigga who worked 24 hours a day to provide who put a mansion and a Bentley out there for his baby. Think a real man would find time to be there with his family. We often tell ourselves what a real man is, is the shit we ain't able to accomplish. That's how the world craft this shit. And then they tell us through these identity deeds that we're not supposed to speak on what a real man is. That's how they able to do the shit. I toss it back to you, but when that shit hit me, I had to share it. That's how the fuck the shit create the unbalance, the imbalance, and this cancerous effect. A real woman, a woman describe herself. A man, through this subconscious inert shit that has been embedded in us, often define what a real man is by the thing that we are not. You could be loving, caring, there for your lady, an emotional backstop. And if you're struggling financially, you will tell yourself a real man would be there for his lady financially. We always tell ourselves we are or a real man is whatever we are not, bro. Those are the conversations I have with my brothers when they're struggling. Even if it's I am being everything to my lady, but I am not getting the physical affection to satiate my hunger and I am not a man who has to beg for it. How do I balance wanting more than I am getting at home and not being able to reconcile that? They tell themselves a real man wouldn't have those type of doubts and shit about, you know what I'm saying? They, they like, whatever it is, bro, they tell themselves it's something wrong in them. A real man wouldn't have them type of struggles. a real man wife wouldn't be giving them type of problems. You feel what I'm saying? They make it they fault. Yeah. But let a woman not be getting some she's supposed to be getting in the marriage. <laughs> Is she? But I think that's got to open up a floor to a different conversation, especially if we sitting having a conversation about we can't talk about our identity as straight males then 
there needs to be a larger conversation had about, and not just a conversation, man, but like, we changing that here and give me some headlines. Breaking news. We as heterosexual males are taking ownership over our identity and conversations like this are the beginning of it. Shouts out to my brother P for bringing that consciousness and awareness. Let's speak that into existence. Let's make it comfortable for niggas to have these conversations, man. Because me and my lady talk about how I can support (laughs) her, how she can support me. We have conversations about you can't be everybody for a person. Like a person needs so much out of their, like their relationships. And so in a relationship, like I can't be your literal everything. Like I'm not everything that you want. Like I don't, like we love each other and it's even conditional. Like, and there are things that I can do. I'm sure that would, that would lose I could lose her love. You know what I mean? And so like for us to be able to have open conversations, especially even within our relationships, to let our partners know like, well, this is who I am. Let me know. And all that shit is a compromise in some way or another, because if I'm not something that you need, either I'm going to meet you there or I'm not going to meet you there, or I'm going to make the attempt to meet you there if it doesn't compromise too much of who I am. And so I think that, definitely needs to be discourse that happens within relationships of every single kind. It's like, cause you said it in the beginning, like you got to teach me how to love you. So how the hell I'm going to come not knowing who the fuck you are early on in the relationship, like two weeks, two months, two years, ain't enough to know somebody completely and wholly. Like you still peeling, this motherfucker still peeling back layers after 50, 60 years of marriage. And so, a, a person who has been confident in themselves for the duration of their lives is going to say that they are the perfect partner for somebody else because in their mind, like they look at, and they looking for that confirmation. But I think that that's a conversation that needs to happen between a couple that says, look, this is how I see you. This is how you see yourself. And this is how I see you. And there's no disconnect in that. We just have two completely different perspectives. And this is the person that I need. This is something that I would like from the person that is holding you. Be you. But this is something that I would like in feeling loved on my end. This is a a compromise that I would like you to make. If this is not who you are, I'm asking you to compromise who you are and either meet me here or tell me this is not the person that I'm ever going to get. And I feel like it's it's an easy conversation, even though it may be seen as a difficult one. Because we're supposed to be selfish. They don't like for it to be this cut and dry. But I tell women, like, bro, I I have tenants I live by. Don't compromise yourself. Know thyself. And tell me whether or not this is something you can accomplish. But I'd be damned if you think enough time will pass that I will stop caring about it. You feel what I'm saying? I think about it like this. The one, one thing that's a deal breaker for a lot of people is cheating. So we'll use that as an example. If you cheat and do not tell your partner because you think if they know, they will leave. Every day you are with them 
and don't tell them, you are holding them hostage. If the truth would destroy your reality, you are living a lie. Point blank fucking period. If I tell you that this thing right here, if this thing don't change, we won't work. If you're not going to work on that shit, it'd be like, all right, then we're not going to work. Because I'm not bluffing. Because I'm not playing. This ain't a game. You feel what I'm saying? Like, this shit just is what the fuck it is, bruh. And one of the women I dated who taught me so much about life and love in general, man, it's two things that was, like, hugely impactful. One of them was when you, when I, I don't even know how to explain it, what was the, the, what created the necessity for this lesson to be taught. But the lesson was that don't, the gesture is not amplified by how difficult it is to do. You know what I'm saying? It it could create the feeling of making a person feel like a burden if it's hard for you to do things that make them feel nice. You feel what I'm saying? So to create the gesture in such a way that the experience is what's experienced and nothing. I don't even know how to I reference that to say this. The thing that I just talked to you about in us defining what a real man is by the things that we are not is because there was a point in our relationship where a lot of our conflict came from me focusing on everything that we weren't. And I didn't reach that moment of clarity. It was something that was pissing her off that she couldn't articulate until one night. We just, we was like laying in bed. I was half asleep. And she just like, yeah, that shit at my face. <laughs> she was like, fuck. <laughs> can you love the shit I am doing as much as the shit I'm not piss you off? And I was like, (laughs) I was awake then. You feel what I'm saying? (laughs) Can you love the shit I am doing as much as you hate the shit that piss you off? And I was like, fuck. That is a fucking reasonable request, yo. And that shit just like, it felt like my mind expanded, but a big ass weight was put on my chest because it wasn't like the stuff that made me mad or upset me wasn't valid. But like I said, I can't even quite articulate what created the necessity for that statement. But she was fucking right. You hear what the fuck I'm telling you? (laughs) She was fucking right. And I just share that with you and ask for your thoughts on the weight of somebody who love you teaching you a lesson like that. And then I don't know if you've had them words shared with you in a moment of. I don't want to say passion because we wasn't smashing. We was just in bed and I guess she couldn't sleep neither. And because, you know, I suffer from insomnia, so I ain't start really sleeping for real, for real until I like 27. But uh, that sounds crazy as fuck to say, but I ain't lying, y'all. Uh, 
What do those, how do those words land on you, bro? I just want your thoughts. Um, weighty revelations are a specialty of mine. And I, I, a lot of people hate criticism. I'm not one of those people. I, um, sometimes it's not easy. Um, especially when you feel like you're doing some shit correctly, but in relationships that I've had, that I've had, like getting that that real shit, because that, that's how I know you really love me. Because people know I'm a nice person, and so they reluctant to even they reluctant to hurt my feelings or you know shit like that. And so for somebody to tell me like, man, nah, bro, like, nah, you a dick. <laughs> and like that was some dickish that was dickish and I'm calling you out on that shit I appreciate it man because as somebody who actively try not to be a dick you know like how you do things and how you like I'm obviously like yeah like I'm not perfect and I definitely have the other side of myself as well and so I might do some shit on purpose. And like, well, you that was dick shit, bro. And I'm like, ah, that was some dick shit. And I, so I appreciate it, man. And like, I don't do shit on purpose to fuck with the people I love. But um, sometimes you do. Yeah, I, I appreciate it. I but it don't I be do. to be a dick, but it be on purpose. Like I ask you, I be asking about something and you be like, okay, I got you. And then you be doing something and then I get impatient. If I go to do it, you will physically stop me from doing it without saying a word. And it's, it's kind of dickish, but it's you not giving it. you like, nah, nigga, I told you, I got you. Go sit your head back down. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'll I be out because I'll be on my own time, man. And like people, if you ask me to do something, I'm going to do this. Shit. It's just going to be. <laughs> I'm going to do this shit, man. Time. Go sit your ass down. If it, if it if it don't come with a deadline, I'm doing it on my own time. Nigga, the shit preheated. I'm gonna put the chicken in there when it ding. I got the shit on microwave. <laughs> like nigga, I'm hungry, nigga. Where them wings stop at? Fuck you talking about, boy. I got this, nigga. You all sound vanilla. Yeah. Don't sit your ass down. <laughs> <laughs> nigga, you on a hiatus. You ain't been smoking reefer all morning, nigga. Yeah, you said that's your choice. <laughs> Damn, why replaying that whole conversation? You know the conversation I'm talking about now, don't you? It was a oh, good yeah. time. That yeah, episode yeah. of Lem shit right there, cuz. Square bitty. You yeah, do me a favor, though. What's that, man? Give me some headlines. Give you some headlines, then, cuz. Give me some headlines, G. All right, man. We gonna keep so it this, tight. This uh, <laughs> give me some headlines. Um, segment is gonna be brought to you by That's a Bit, and so the first story comes from NFL.com. Mike McCarthy, head coach of the Cowboys, is optimistic that 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 that's, that Dak Dak Prescott will play week eight versus the Vikings. Next story comes from Reuters. The Knicks ex- extend reign as NBA's most valuable team, says Forbes. 
And then the last story is from Golf Digest. Pro golf is approaching its own mental health reckoning. So we got NFL.com. Mike McCarthy says that Dak Prescott will play week eight versus the Vikings. Reuters says that the Knicks extend their reign as the NBA's most valuable team, says Forbes. Golf Digest. Pro golf is approaching its own mental health reckoning. These are your headlines. I wait your choice, Dilla. Damn. <clears throat> New York Knicks. All the pro golfers got the yips. Oh, what was the first one? Uh, Dak has a calf injury. Damn. Yeah, McCarthy yeah, said yeah. Gonna... I want to avoid that one because I picked the Eagles to win that conference, and that looked like an ass pick. Yeah, right you did, now. man. <laughs> I had to pick the Cowboys. <laughs> My Cowboys uh, doing good. My Cowboys five and one, <laughs> looking strong. My Cowboys look good, man. And the only difference in that damn team is Dak back, but he wasn't worth the monies. Them fucking clowns. Uh, talk about Dak, man. Cause we said we gonna keep it tight. I'll let you talk your shit. Talk about Dak, man. Let's see. Let's see if he gonna be there for week, week, whatever. Right, Speaking man. of them Cowboys, so, after he tell you about Dak, I'm going to give you a quick update on them GSH Cowboys. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. So the that's Cowboys, cool. man, this season, I don't – yeah, that's cool. Uh, the Cowboys this season, man, coming into the season, expectations were kind of all over the board. Didn't really know what to expect from them, but they have come in in this season, 2021, and they have put up a 5-1 and one record through the first six games. So this – uh, article from Mike McCarthy. Oh, well, this is from NFL.com. Um, but Mike McCarthy, the head coach of the Cowboys, who I've never really believed to be a great head coach, uh, has uh, has done a great job um, coaching Dak or letting Dak win in some games. Yeah, but the article goes: yeah. Dak Prescott's right. Oh yeah, Keller Moore is OC. Yeah, Keller Moore does a hell of a job. Yeah, Mike McCarthy. He calling the plays coach, too. But that's neither here nor there. Right, right. Um, the article reads, Dak Prescott's optimism surrounding his calf injury suffered in Sunday's overtime win in New England has proven true. NFL Network insider Ian Rappaport reported Monday that the quarterback is looking good after an MRI on the calf per a source informed of the situation. Cowboys coach Mike McCarthy confirmed Monday that Prescott suffered a cap strain on the final play of the Cowboys 35-29 overtime win over the Patriots. Afterward, the the two-time pro bowler downplayed the walking boot he sported while while meeting with the media, saying he'll be fine. McCarthy said the plan is for Prescott to rest and rehab during the team's bye week. There is a variance in timelines, but we're optimistic for Minnesota. McCarthy added. Um, and so we mentioned that, man, and we bring this up because he is one of the most important assets to the most valuable uh, organization in the National Football League. Uh, and so I wanted to pick that story, man, um, and talk about it because, like you said, the only thing that has changed for that team is Dak has returned from his injury last year and they have only lost one game, which I think the team that they lost to is leading their division right now. And I think it might have been the first game of the season, first or second game of the season. Um, so 
the defending yeah, Super Bowl the, champs. The Cowboys. Yeah. yeah, they lost against Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, it was a home game, I believe. But uh, yeah, it was. I think it was right out the gate, like straight out the gate. It was Tampa Bay versus Dallas. It was the but season opener for the NFL. After uh, not right. playing all last year, yeah, they put Dak in the season opener. Yep. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. So he he has not lost since that game, and that game was extremely close. I'm looking at the Cowboys right now as one of the favorites, man, in the NFC. Um, but this injury right here will, if he has to miss time, will show them we went five and one, and we took the goat to the twelfth round before we got before we got we went to a decision. Um, injury. We going into week seven. Coming and they beat the seven, team that slacked the Buccaneers. Then they beat the Rams. Right. Yeah, they beat the Rams. Yeah. They beat the Rams. And so, so they paper scissors rocked them. <laughs> yeah. Right. The tiebreaker gonna be comp, uh gonna be confusing as hell. But um them the three juggernauts to me. So Who else yeah. you think in the NFC uh could rival them? Uh, Green Bay going to be there. And that's simply because I picked them to be in the Super Bowl. And Aaron Rodgers and Devontae, they starting to hit their stride. And they getting Randall Cobb involved as well, man. So they got some guys emerging as weapons um, on the outside. And their defense is starting to look a little bit better. Um, so I'm looking for them to at least be there. Uh, if we get a um, – NFC semifinal of some combination of Dallas, Tampa Bay, the Rams, and the Green Bay Packers, I'd be extremely happy because I know they're going to be good games because they all got good quarterbacks. And, uh, yeah, so all I really want is an entertaining game. Um, but yeah, Give you a quick so update. The, I'm sorry. Quick update. The GSA's Cowboys are currently shellacking Team Hinkle. 168.2 to 144.4. And we are three and two, about to be four and two. Currently third in the standings in the Eastern Conference of our division, with our final projection being uh, we were projected to finish number one overall. Now we're projected to finish number two, but that's going to change. It's only because last week, we had three people involved in the Thursday night game, and I wasn't paying attention. None of them should have been playing. They were all pickups in weeks when other people had buys and shit, and like everybody who was on the bench went off. So one of them losses is a goof. But yeah, I'm the only one with access to the account, so I take I take that on the chin. And on that no in yen though, and on that note, I throw it back to my dog. Yeah, yeah, man. Uh, yeah, we're gonna be there. Uh, we're gonna make the right moves down the stretch. That uh, I think P gonna get serious. He expect me to get us to the playoffs, and then he gonna get serious about making sure we got what we need. Am I right in that? Yeah, I'm gonna make sure. Yeah, about about four or five weeks before the playoffs, I'm gonna really start taking a hard look at our team and seeing what <laughs> what we can cook up to uh, to get us to where we need to be down the stretch. But um. Yeah, but so yeah, man, I gave you the heads up a while ago. If I'm gonna take that hit on the Cowboys, we gotta mention that we talked about who the best wide receiver duos were gonna be. 
And this fool picked Julio Jones and A.J. Brown. But I don't think them niggas, I think we about five games into the season. I don't think them niggas done played five games together. And I think A.J. Brown got 10 catches, 130 yards. That's a good game. He got that for the season. And meanwhile, just last game, that nigga A.J. Green had the smack ass five receptions for 79 yards and a touchdown. So that's half a dude whole season. How you feel about the wide receiver duo you pick? I feel great about it, man, because Julio back, uh, he was uh-huh. out for three games and like part of that uh-huh. duo was but now Brown out. Being healthy and playing 14, yeah. Uh, you know. <laughs> Them final yeah. numbers going to be interesting. And Injury, and yeah, injuries. It's, it's gonna come down to the stretch, man. Because in Arizona, they got a lot of targets taking. Uh, they got a lot of guys taking away targets away from DeAndre, like AJ. So, yeah, we'll, that just mean he gonna be to fresh the for the playoffs. That just mean he gonna be fresh. That's all. And I know this is a regular season Let's competition, but I'm on your neck. Yeah, my defensive picks look great. <laughs> Oh yeah, my defensive picks look great. Yeah, Miles Garrett and uh, T.J. White look fantastic right now. Yeah, yeah. You I can't even lie. You on your thing with that man? You Sound like you got your guru shit going, else. man. Like you know what you're doing, man. You so won't you do me and the people a favor, man, to tell me something good, bro? Today I'll do a couple man, that's what's up, bro. I uh. It's, it's rare that actually it's the first time it's ever happened that you have somebody come back for a uh, tell me something good. Uh oh, story that you had in season one. Yeah, in season one, man, we got a repeater. We got a repeat, and it's on gold shit though. So this young lady earlier in the season made history and was the first woman on the cover of Two K. She came back after Uh-oh. the season, after sitting in the after sitting in the commentator chair. So the undefeated reports: Candace Parker leads Sparks the WNBA championship and wins first title for Pat. And Pat being Pat Summit, her former coach, um, who passed away, uh, University of Tennessee, one of the GOAT coaches uh, amongst the best. Uh, Pat Summit, Gino R.E.M., and those are the two names you think about when you think uh, women's college basketball. When you think college basketball, period, you think Pat Summit, Gino R.E.M., you think uh, Dean Smith, you think uh, Mike Krzyzewski, you think Bobby Knight, um, you think Coach, uh, oh, my God, John Thompson at uh, at Georgetown, you know, those like, but yeah, the behemoths of the game. Um, and so Candace Parker has – had like an incredible, 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 incredible career. And that is not just her WNBA. It's not just her collegiate. Like she was Mrs. Basketball, I think multiple times. Like she, <clears throat> she's won championships at every single level, man. And so she. And this one was for her hometown team. For the Chicago sky, man. Um, and so for her to. She LeBron that yeah. shit, cuz don't bury the lead. She LeBron, she LeBron yeah. nigga. She, Talk about yeah. this. Clean Chicago. This is for you. Chicago. You know I mean? She came home. That nigga P fuck that quote all the way up. He said Cleveland. 
We did it. No, nah, bro. That's what bro said. He said, Cleveland. this is for you. Oh, on God is Cleveland. This is for you. I promise you he did not. That's funny as shit. I can't wait there. I'm going to put the what he did say oh, over Saron you saying Russell we said did that. it. Who is Saron that? Russell said that. Saron Russell is a comedian on uh, Twitter. He's super funny. He did a uh, like 24-second uh, blurb of what Braun said when he was hugging KD, that, that famous picture of them crying together. At the end of the game, he's like, man, we did it. We almost lost. I was going to choke you with your own shoelaces, nigga, but we did it. <laughs> but so I always say, that's when I always say that because it's more memorable, than, more memorable to me than what Braun said. Oh, he went and found that shit on the internet. I told you. Three, two, one, play. No. Hey. They don't know who they fucking with. It hey, bitch, I was rolling on the third coast, throwing jerk smoke. Shit, we do a lot of things that mama don't know. Want the answers to the questions, want the glue to make it stick. Can you maintain persevering if it all don't come quick? If it take all of 12 years, that's just what it is. I lost a few connections, then connected with some blessings. Let them niggas talk a thing, trying to get down. Hell yeah, man. We in this thing. Seasoning it up. Uh, I want to let y'all enjoy the music, but uh, had to show y'all. It's pretty self-explanatory what's going on right here. Some seasoning. I'm showing you whatever, uh, what all the ingredients are that I that I use on. Um, this is summer sausage. Beef, garlic, summer sausage, man. Um, not too much. Just some dashes and some flicking around the coat all our meat, even as best we can. No Indian, though. No Indian, though. Let me bring in the chicken thighs over there. Put in chicken thighs. Chicken thighs are transferring them. Getting them right. That's old baby right there, I'm sure. No, I be blowing it. Well, I got some baked chicken from Publix the other day. Had more feathers in it than Cam Newton goddamn hat closet. You heard me? Cause I was so I really had some issues with this uh, this Move your mouse, nigga What's it? I'll forget With the jalapeno what? Oh, it's jalapeno salt and so uh it gets stuck man like it get like if it's sitting in the uh in the cover for about three days it'll start to there you go loosen that guy up there you go come on up five that now we could flip it around gotta cook that thing evenly you don't want too much seasoning on one spot not on the others it's on the other. Burns barbecue. One of the oldest uh, barbecue spots in the H, man. 
on north side of 45 i get they uh i get they seasoning from uh bnw meats though B and B cut me down, so it just sounded like it was in the film. Black folks know what that one is. It look like the little logo that be next to the GSH logo, man. That's kind of fresh. Yeah, love your G. Hey, 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 hey. That's a secret ingredient right there, man. I ain't put that one in uh, in the camera on purpose. If you if you know, you know. It's one of them situations. If you can tell what I sprinkled on top of that chicken, then you can have a secret ingredient. But you're not gonna see the bag. Oh yeah. Now we outside. We got the uh, the natural briquettes going. Um, I had to put them in the chimney. Had to, uh, had to put them on the uh, uh, Had to throw the lighter fluid on it this time We got better last time We did more prepared But uh Ain't no we He, 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 he was prepared Okay yeah the camera roll Y'all that bottom right shit Puppy boy came over there To check it out man He know what's going on He can't have none But he know what's going on Oh um, I uh, I, I didn't think I put enough in there, man. Like um, uh, enough briquettes, but like they started catching. Like once I threw them off in there, they started smoking up a little bit, giving me what I needed. I wanted to go for more of a smoked flavor, like more more so than burning them. So I tried a different technique by like smothering it for a while, so we could just. I want to sit out, let it sit out there for about two hours on that chicken, on the chicken side. So you see on the bottom right hand corner, um, that's I had the chicken on there well before I put the sausage on there. It go free press, summer fest, sucker freeze, and life for me. And I, I got it. Yeah, they they get more of the coverage over the uh, McCrest man, just letting it over that open flame. Um, Letting that smoke, like I love that. The smoke flavor is what I really love, man. It's like the meat already tastes good. So the natural briquettes give you like, you don't get that gassy. I don't put too much on. Uh, trying to shut up and let these birds talk to y'all, man. That bird talk, that, that Migos bird talk. Why y'all in part two? But uh, yeah, in a nutshell, P love the taste of smoke. How much time you spend smoking meat with Dave when you were uh, there uh, cooking professionally? Oh, uh, one time, time with the smoke. I own it one time. Yep. What, what was the life? most impactful thing you learned about smoking and cooking things with smoke that it adds to the flavor of your food? Like, it, uh, so, don't, don't rush the process. Like, take your time and, like, pick out, so, like, certain woods go good with, like, certain types of poetry. Like, and it just depends on, like, what kind of, if you want a sweeter taste to your meat, uh, then you want to use like apple wood um, Pecan wood is A little bit sweeter But it has a bitterness to it So like learning learning about like wood Like learning about your McCrats 
and you know like smoked um smoked cold tastes a little bit different than uh <laughs> smoked cold tastes a little bit different than smoked wood learning about your wood what's up learning about your wood what's that b word again your briquettes okay <laughs> Also, man, we got to get this playlist going, bro. This playlist hard. This is the 15 minute playlist is like a lot of hard tracks that we got. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, there. And I'm just riding around with my ace boom. I'm going to let y'all listen to this one. This is a good one. Cause we, yeah, we just smoking meat over here now. <laughs> we just giving y'all, we just giving y'all a little bit of ASMR, a little bit of visual stimulation while we smoke some meat. <laughs> Thank God for all it's given. Think it's it. How the hell we gonna say the children when they only concern us? Hey, I was gonna let y'all ride to this. Cause we just over here smoking some meat. Then every morning I wake up. But yeah, this what I was getting. This why I got excited, man, because my, my smoke really started now. Uh, yeah, you see you see they uh right below that handle in the front is the uh the vent so i got the vent wide open um so that we had some good wind that day blowing through um agitating agitate my my briquettes and giving me a little bit more smoke just when you get that sizzle man but yeah you know what i've never heard a story of What's that? A bird shitting on a nigga barbecue. They ain't never hated on a nigga barbecue. I've never heard that story. I've heard plenty of people yeah. getting pooped on. Yeah. I've never heard a bird hating on a nigga fiesta though, man. And they was out, obviously. <laughs> right. right. If y'all, if you listen in, they was out there peeping out my dog game. And it sound like they was cheering him on, like, fuck it up. I always be afraid, like, when I go inside and one of them gonna sue about the damn tree, I'm gonna come out and have, like, one less. But they're going for the beef sausage, right? Like, yeah. it's cannibalism if they eat the, if they eat the chick. <laughs> But fish be eating fish. That's true. And that's the shit that I ain't never been able to reconcile. And why cats feel like zebras is okay to eat. Like like lions and shit. I ain't never understood like how pallets is uh determined in the animal kingdom. Yeah. How is our pallet? Uh, like we was eating, we was drinking cow milk for the longest. <laughs> <laughs> Which is, I feel like the most, the weirdest shit. Yeah. So, yeah, I gave you the area view, let you know what's going on inside of that thing, man. It's all about, yeah. I feel like that grill looks like brand a new, man. Talk to the people about how to keep your grill that clean, man. And we don't want brand new. Oh, <laughs> okay. It's probably about, I probably didn't grill on it about eight times, eight, nine times. Well, what are your techniques to keep your grill looking new? 
um, up underneath it. I got a brush. After I get done, I let the fire go for like another. I, I uh, put the top on it, let the fire burn the uh, burn the grate. I come back through with the uh, my little rake, rake it all off, and just yeah, just everyday maintenance, man. Like it ain't it ain't very complicated. Yeah, man, what my dog is telling you, clean that motherfucker while it's hot. Heat is a congealant, but it does so by heating up particles that, when cooled, bind together. So, clean that shit while it's hot. But it hate no me. Make it crispy. I did before. Slice the cows and then tip one. Now we're on the ground and then we living in the A. We headed to the club starting on Monday. Cause you know we get high. We get high. We get high. This shit was groovy as hell, man. This was a great ass day. Yeah, I remember, like we we felt like this song, like it, it was it was legit. I skipped work, you skipped work, and we just had a good ass day. <laughs> we just recorded it, rode around, and got smacked. Scraped up. So, I don't really give a fuck. Um, who is you? <laughs> One of my uh, I had some lemon hairs, man, and one of them in between the grapes. I be hating when that just happen. Like when you lose anything that you plan on eating. But that thing look good, boy. Look at that thing. I'm sure, dude. You say them thighs right there? Yeah, those thighs, man. Thighs, man, cheap, bro. Yeah, I know that yeah, cause that nigga Rick Ross, when it was a chicken shortage, he started opening up thigh stops. <laughs> yeah. That nigga dirty bird. That nigga been in Atlanta too long. That nigga said, I'm a trap, I can sell anything. <laughs> I think the birds upset that I'm grilling their cousin, bro. <laughs> Cuz over there burning up and they can smell them in that tree. They upset. But yeah, man. I'm uh, spinning that guy around and let y'all know like what everything is a feeling, man. Like it's like a jump shot, it's like a golf swing. Reeling is a feeling. So like when you're looking at stuff, like you're looking at how the color changing, um, you know, like what the surface of the meat starting to do like once it once the fat the flesh start to bubble a little bit <laughs> he talking about the surface of the meat <laughs> you know the surface it, it get darker that was a hell of a reveal right there Oh, I've been practicing the reveals, bro. I got like 80 reveals on my phone. Dead ass. <laughs> I was pissed off at you about this. I watched this last night, man. And you had cut off like you cut off your yeah. verse on this joint. I guess you threw it out of footy. I bring the Mac out before I Yeah, yeah. Okay. It would be in better footage. I started to do it in slow motion. Because when you meet, get a bitch real good. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, I started to call it uh, sausage seduction. Because, you know, they swell up, too. They much smaller when you start cooking them. You got to get that, that meat, though. You got me feeling like meat is the name to be. 
and see the ones on the side you see like i'll take them and i put them away from the heat or I took, yeah they, they was ready to come off do it as it's written you gotta get it by my aunt bed you've been bitten Yeah, yeah, yeah. That boy went live. Y'all see the reveals? Bro, I, bro, I got hella reveals. <laughs> Mr. Need no introduction because I'm good for your health. Remember you was doing that ad lib back in the day, bro? I remember that shit. Now I remember that. That shit. You let him hear the rest of the song. It's in there. My dog took the. That thing did the longest oh, part. Oh, sh- longest champagne part spilling that right, right there. Yeah, I know yeah. what you're talking about. You got that it. That took six hours. <laughs>